Ross and Carrie, the show where we don't just report on fringe science, spirituality, and claims of the paranormal, but take part ourselves. Yep. When they make the claims, we show up so you don't have to. I'm Ross Blotcher. And I'm Ross Blotcher. Mm. And we just went to a salt cave. A salt cave in Santa Barbara. Yeah. All right. For halo therapy. Halo therapy? Halo, halo? Well, hello. <laughs> I heard on the Groupon site in the video they said Halo Therapy. Oh, interesting. Okay. But it's spelled like that. H-A-L-O. Right. Therapy. Therapy. I just figured like halogen. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hmm. 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 Or speleotherapy, which sounds like spelunking because, yeah, it's in a cave with salt. So this is actually a man-made cave Mm -hmm. underground in Santa Barbara. Yeah, with the help of non-man because they grabbed a bunch of Himalayan adjacent salt from northern Pakistan, Mm -hmm. carted it over here, many tons of it, they said. Yeah, can you imagine? 45 tons of backlit Jurassic era salt blocks and crystals. Oh, backlit. Okay, good. (laughs) A a lot of them are backlit. Not all of them are backlit. No, it's true. but, But if just the backlit ones are 45 tons... Oh boy. And they tell us repeatedly, these salt rocks are 200 million years old or well, so. Or so. They said yeah. approximately, yeah, which, which means they must be less than that. Otherwise, they would say over 200 million years. Ah, oh, maybe. Language is important. I mean, or so. I well, just figure they're I'll just take it. This is very old salt. It is. Most salt is probably pretty old, right? Is there any young salt? It's a good question. I would imagine uh-huh. most of it is pretty old. Yeah. But, Interesting I mean, question. You, you can make salt in all kinds of ways. Sure, you can make new, it in a lab. New salt has been created all the time as sodium and chlorine. Sure. Technically, chlorine with many other things like potassium also make salts. Mm, but we're talking. No, I didn't know that. We're talking about sodium, sodium chloride. chloride. Table salt. Yeah, except this is better than table salt. This is Himalayan salt. Yes. I will say I have some Himalayan salt in my pantry. It's good salt. Here's the trick, you guys. People don't know this, but I'm about to tell you the real stuff. You know, you have a salad at a restaurant, and you're like, why is this salad so much better than my salads back home? They salt them. (gasps) Oh. Yeah. Okay. And usually like a fancy rock salt. So you put like a nice vinaigrette on there. You just sprinkle a little bit of rock salt on there. All of a sudden, crazy good salad. Awesome. Keep that in mind. Well, we found out about this because I think I was checking the Groupon. That sounds right. Get my regular Groupon emails. And there was a very cool looking picture of this man-made cave, a room, if you will, Mm -hmm. just covered with salt on the ceiling, on the walls, on the ground. Lots of salt. That's so much salt. And at the time, I think it was saying, this could have cost you $35, but you can get it for only $18.50. Well, that is worth it for us to drive to Santa Barbara. Yeah, which is an hour and 40 minutes away. It was a long drive. We will save our whatever, $15, whatever it was. But I don't think there's a man-made salt cave in LA nope, for us exactly. to go to. exactly. We got to go there. Totally worth it. We got to do it. So we bought our Groupons and we booked our reservations and we drove up there today. Yeah. You're hearing this right after our salt therapy. So you already know we survived. That's true. Although you'd know that any episode. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> we always survive or or you wouldn't you hear wouldn't be hearing the episode. The thing. I wonder what's gonna end up doing us in. 
<laughs> do you think we'll die in some way related to this show? Oh, I sure hope not. Yeah, I hope not too. But if we do, we know that someone will go and pull this audio right here. Yes. So this will become very significant. All it of a sudden. really will. So, the ayahuasca thing was my closest call. Where yeah, I was in your really life, freaked out. I was dying. Not just in the show. Yes. Yeah. So, person of the future, if you have pulled this up, I just want to tell you, it'd be really nice if you stopped eating animals. And yeah, to honor Carrie. There we go. Honor me. No one eat animals anymore. Or you could start now, even before Carrie's dead. Yeah, hey, I'll appreciate it more. (laughs) So we drove up to Santa Barbara. We took the beautiful coastal 101 route. And parked around State Street. Okay. Any of you who have visited Santa Barbara, it's just a lovely little street with all these shops, restaurants, sock stores. A lot of sock stores. Carrie was pointing out a lot of ice cream shops because I was... That's right. I wanted ice cream, but I was like, I'm going to ignore that. But then we kept running into ice cream shops. So if you get ice cream and then you're like, whoo, I'm cold all the way down to my toes. Don't worry. There's a sock shop. Lots of... Very close by. Pizza establishments Mm -hmm. and a little game store that we stopped in. There's a lot of good smells on State Street. And some weird smells. Uh, so, there were a couple that came true. out of restaurants like, or stores where we were like, that? whoa, that's a strong, that's strong, not bad smell, yeah, it wasn't but just bad. unusual Nothing smell. smelled bad. So we walked up to a sign that said salt. Salt. Right where course. we expected it. It was in lowercase, but it was bold. Salt. Sure, with the little logo. Looks like, I don't know, the outline of one of their candles or rocks, or maybe it's a mountain. Oh, I think that's like a salt formation, don't you think? Oh, yeah. That would make sense. Yeah. And uh, it says, go downstairs. Yeah. Salt's down here. Yeah. You can take an elevator if you can't walk down these stairs or uh, watch your step. Take yeah. the stairs. We went down there and of course, smartly, you enter and exit through the gift shop. Yeah. And what a gift shop. Yeah. More stuff than I expected. Really pretty too. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's all lit with that rosy glow. <sighs> I don't, I don't know if that. you've ever seen a Himalayan salt candle before. I have. Kind of. Well, I know you have. <laughs> we actually bought Himalayan salt candles. Mm-hmm. Thinking, ah, maybe we can do an investigation on it someday. Cara told me it's on top of the uh, entertainment center right now. I haven't seen it for a while. Anyways, yeah. It didn't anyway. magically change my life, but it's beautiful. Well, anyway, <laughs> they had some of those for sale. Yeah, all over the place. There are salt blocks shaped like pyramids. Mm-hmm. Get a little bit of pyramid power in there. Salt water that you drink every day. Oh, yeah. To make you healthier. What was that called? Sole. So what it is, is like it's a jar and then it has several rocks of the salt at the bottom and it says fill up the water, let it sit for 24 hours, then take a scoop of it every day. So I got it, but I haven't put the water in because I'm going to make my good friend Chris Stedman drink it with me when we are in Minneapolis together. It works well with many other homeopathic remedies. Oh, phew. I take a lot of homeopathic remedies, so that is really good news. Is it okay with a tincture? Because the tincture is like stronger than <laughs> indeed ayahuasca. Yeah, they made a lot of claims in regards to this sole. It's S-O-L-E with an mm-hmm. accent over the E. They say, when water combines with salt, the positive ions of the salt surround the negative ions of the water molecules and vice versa. The ions become hydrolyzed. In this process, the geometrical structure of the salt and the water is changed and a totally new structure is formed, a third dimension. 
<laughs> this is like a chemistry teacher trying to get you excited about making like that fake banana smell. Water is no longer water and salt is no longer salt. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> the structure also contains nature's resonant frequency that is very oh. profound. <laughs> that is very <laughs> profound with the vibration pattern lasting for over 24 hours in our bodies. The body requires this energy and vibration pattern when disease is present. Uh-oh. Oh, it requires it when disease is present. Aye, aye, aye. Okay, so when you're sick, you should go to a salt cave. That's actually perfect, Ross. You know why? Why? Because for the last week or so, I've had a cold. Oh. And yesterday, I had a migraine. So oh. not a good week for me. Well, now you can heal it up. You just have to drink this on an empty stomach before taking breakfast. Perfect. Regularity is important. From a biochemical viewpoint, within minutes, the whole stomach and intestines are being stimulated. This, in turn, <laughs> encourages digestion and metabolism. Being stimulated is, A, not necessarily true, but B, so nonspecific. I mean, your whole body could be stimulated by it poison i took a photo of an information sheet they had next to all of this salt water that you could buy and oh boy there's so many claims the overall availability of electrolytes is built up and thus the conductivity in the body is increased which in turn stimulates circulation and the nervous system balance the body's ph you become more conductive yep okay is that true does salt increase conductivity i'm sure not to any significant degree yeah. when it's in your your but body? also, it's not something I want. I don't want to be more conductive. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Balance the body's pH factor and get rid of heavy metals. The Soleil is an excellent product for balancing the pH environment of your body. Yeah, that's always nonsense. Well, it's also, pH doesn't have much to do with heavy metals, does it? Nope, nothing. Yeah, your body just naturally keeps the pH balanced where it should be, so you shouldn't try to throw it off. Soleil will break down the buildup of heavy metals such as lead, Mercury, arsenic, amalgam, and calcium. For the body to get rid of these deposits, it has to first metabolize them. Even animal proteins, which are difficult to break down and eliminate, will be eliminated through the urine due to the strong structural formation of the crystal salt. Always support this action with water intake of 8 to 10 glasses a day. Just so you don't get 500 emails, Ross, there oh, yes. are conditions where your body doesn't balance its own pH properly, but okay. these are things you should figure out with a medical your, your professional. Your doctor would tell you that. Right. Not, not something the average person needs. Fair enough. Also, it's a common misunderstanding from an early public service announcement that everyone needs to drink eight glasses of water a day. Uh, uh -huh. You get a lot of your water from food, so you don't necessarily need to be drinking that much that water exact every day. But- but hey, stay hydrated. Yeah, drink water. Still do it. I drink a lot of water because it helps me not get headaches. So I think what I'll do is I'll go and I'll lay in salt, which is, of course, known for hydrating. <laughs> this was an interesting thing in the gift shop. There were a lot of products that said promotes hydration. And I was like, salt? Uh, salt is all about desiccation. Salt? Absorbing water. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe it'll make you thirsty. You know, these pretzels are making me thirsty. <laughs> right. But also, we're just taking for granted that apparently, like, breathing it in is going to do all the same things that eating it mm -hmm. does. Mm -hmm. They're telling us, you know, health benefits of salts, and most yeah. of those are from eating it. I think this is one of those establishments, I'm already getting the feel, where if they've 
identified one positive benefit of salt, they can then apply that uniformly to any other application of salt. Okay, because, for example, in that science-based medicine article, they pointed out that it was recommending it, yeah, for people with cystic fibrosis. Right. Health ap- therapy practitioners will trot out this one 2006 study that says good for cystic fibrosis. But, but it's talking about a very specific application of salt particles into the air directly. Into your nose. Yes. It's like a saline nose spray. Yeah. And so you can't say, oh, look, it works for that one thing for that one ailment. Therefore, let's all use it for everything. Yeah. Right. That's For any respiration That's problem. like saying, oh, look, insulin's good for people with diabetes. Let's all take some insulin. Maybe the, not quite as dangerous, this, but... The same handout also mentions that water becomes saturated with salt at 26% which is stable and ready for consumption. But at this point, I don't trust anything this piece Mm, of paper says. That's fair. One more thought on this idea that just being around salts will give you the same benefits as eating it. Mm -hmm. If that's true, shouldn't it also give you all of the risks of taking in a lot of salts? Uh Like, shouldn't it increase, like, my... uh, Hypertension? No, Carrie. We only like the good things, and we uh-huh. accentuate those, and we ignore the bad things. Aha. Uh-huh. And can I just absorb the good things from this table? Is it the same as eating wood? Nope, because you don't pay us to visit the table. <laughs> oh, touche. Okay. <laughs> That's all very salty, Ross, but I have a question for you. Ask your question. How's your vision doing? My vision is quite well, thank you. Yeah, you don't have myopia? A knot that I'm aware of. No, wow. Still no. I'm waiting. In a few years, I'll be turning 40. Everyone tells me, like, on your 40th birthday, you wake up and you need a change in your eye prescription or you need to get glasses if you didn't have them. Like that day. Like that day. What will that be? I don't know how many many people have told me that story. Really? I'm 36 now, Uh so I've still got time to enjoy my... Uh, Oh, I said April and I meant August. August 8th or 6th? 6th. 6th, 2022. Yeah. You got it. Guys, that took so much brain power. That's a lot of twos. Exactly. And I do have myopia, so you can't expect me to be able to see the numbers even in my head. So listen, I... Yeah, how are your eyes, Carol? Thank you for asking. Boy, uh, my eyes are doing well, but only because I have great prescription glasses. Excellent. Yes, you know, especially when I'm driving, I really need that crystal clear vision. And you would think (laughs) I would need to go to some fancy store and be like, hey, fit this on my face, okay? Okay, now smash into me. Let's see if I duck or whatever. (laughs) But no, that's not what you have to do. You can sign up for Warby Parker and glasses will come to you. And then you try on a bunch of different styles. Right. Pick the one you want. Send them your prescription and your glasses come in the freaking mail. That's so funny that you'd mention Warby Parker because... Yeah, I'm just talking about it. Oh, no, Ross and Carrie is supported in part by Warby Parker. No shit. Because once <laughs> you start Warbying, you will never buy your glasses somewhere else because they're cute. They're stylish. They let you see the road. And they start at $95, including prescription lenses. Lenses include anti-glare and anti-scratch coatings. Good grief. And for every pair you buy, a pair is distributed to someone in need. That's pretty great. Order five pairs of glasses and try them on for five days. There is no obligation to buy. Ships free and includes a prepaid return shipping label. It's so easy. You say, I'll pick the ones I want. Then you send all those samples back. 
And then they just send you the one you wanted in the prescription that you have. Or you can send them all back. If you don't like it, hey, hey, they're not some weirdo that's going to make you keep it and pay for it. And I got Warby Parker sunglasses years ago. And they are still the ones I wear most often. I I would say they're my favorite, but you got me Kevin Trudeau's sunglasses. That's true. Though I dropped them and cracked the glasses, so I wear the Warby Parker ones more often. (laughs) But they're just as good? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, and I bet if I dropped them, they'd be a little better protected because the Warby Parker ones have plastic Uh, frames. Ah, see? Perfect. So head to warbyparker.com slash oh no to order your free home try-ons today. After you head to warbyparker.com slash oh no and place your home try-on order, make sure to download the Warby Parker app from the iTunes App Store. And we should mention Warby Parker is spelled W-A-R-B-Y-P-A-R-K-E-R. Dot com slash oh no. And back to the salt caves. Okay. So I got their trifold here. I don't know if you got to look at that. I did not. Okay, well, let me tell you about the kind of services they offer. Oh, yeah. Well, all of their treatments include a complimentary 45-minute cave session, but we just got the cave session. Which on the website looks to be $25, not the $35 Groupon was telling us. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. But still, we got a discount. All right. So revitalize, cleanse, hydrate, hydrate. And refresh your skin with DNA's medical grade organic skincare line of cleansers, exfoliants, and healing botanicals. Oh, now you're just throwing words in. Yeah. DNA did not fit in that. I think maybe DNA is the company. Oh, no. Okay. It doesn't actually say that. Hmm. So you can get a mineral facial for $130, Jizo. Whoa. A glycoionic gel peel. For, oh my God, they recommend six of those because it evens out your skin tone and minimizes wrinkles. Hmm. Guess how much a series of six is. Oh goodness, a thousand? No, I shouldn't have made such a big noise. (laughs) Uh, 545 though. Still, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Wow. An acneic facial, that's for if you have acne. The Fountain of Youth Anti-Aging, that's 165. And then here's the cave sessions. Adults, 25. Seniors, 18. Kids over 12, 18. If you're a member, it's only 1250. Ooh. Then there's a bunch of massages, some couples experiences, and then salt classes like Crystal mm-hmm. Cave Yoga. Yeah, that sounds fun. With Reiki involved. Sound healing with crystal bowls. Yeah, that sounds pretty fun. Workshops like Reiki and breath work. <gasps> we Ooh, love breath work. Yeah. I'm not sure if I'd want to do breath work in a room full of salt, though. Okay. <laughs> like breathing in all that salt real rapidly. Mm-hmm. That would probably hydrate me. <laughs> right. Yeah, those are their main services. And then on the back, it says, it's all about salt. In 2010, owner and entrepreneur Pam McCaskey had a vision to create a welcoming and nurturing experience based around the healing benefits of pink Himalayan salt. Together with her husband, geologist Mike McCaskey, they imported over 60 tons of pink crystalline salt from the famous Kera, that's K-H-E-W-R-A, salt mine in the Himalayan mountains. Their amazing 4,000 square foot space boasts two caves, four treatment rooms, and a very unique retail space. Oh, they said 60 tons, huh? Mm-hmm. Said 45 tons elsewhere. Oh, maybe they got 15 more. Or the other 15 are not backlit. 
Oh, right. <laughs> it is the largest salt cave in North America. Yeah, fancy. So they were very strict, at least in the booking and on the website, about us being there on time. Yeah. So we left with plenty of time to spare so we could be there for the three o'clock session. Yes, we did. So uh, we signed up at the front desk, showed them our Groupons. I went and took a whiz. Needed to pee real bad when we got there. (laughs) And I thought they might make us get into robes or something like that. Nope. Super simple. You just take off your shoes before you go into the actual cave. Ross did ask if he needed to take his clothes off. I said, I'll do it. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do it anyway. You want me to take my clothes off? I'll do it. I will take do them it. off. Well, you tell me any reason, I will do it. And no, the sure. woman said, no, sir, 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 sir <laughs> stop. No, sir. <laughs> You're just taking off one sock slowly. Sir. <laughs> sir, sir, sir. <laughs> so we did have to set our shoes off to the side before going in. And we walked around the shop a little bit. Oh, forgot to mention another thing available there. Just flavored salt. Mm-hmm. And I said, this is great. I needed some garlic salt. Or you can get a block of just solid salt to put in your bath. Oh, is it a bath bomb? Uh, not necessarily a bomb. It was just a slab of salt that Ugh. they had next to the soaps. No, thanks. And you could buy it for six bucks and I guess put it in your bath. I like a bath bomb, but when it's got high salt content, I found it unpleasant. I, I don't think this would even bomb. I think it would just sit there and very slowly dissolve. Yeah, yeah. Depending on how hot your water was. Weird. Oh, I like this one sign they had up uh, on one wall. They were talking about the history of this salt and where they got it from. And they mention here that the underground salt formations are protected from modern day pollution formed from heat and pressure, transforming the ancient seabed layers into crystalline rock known as Himalayan pink salt. This is the purest form of salt found on Earth. Now, hang on, hang on, yeah. hang on. Wait, Wouldn't... It's, it's pink. Oh, Right. What does that tell you? And so the very next question they write on this sheet is, why pink? The many hues of pink, red, and white are indicative of the salt's rich energy and iron content. Well, then it's not the purest form of salt. Iron is its own element. I mean, that's fine. It's It's sure. It's good. But don't call it the purest. No. And what's, what's in it? The salt is primarily sodium chloride, NaCl. They capitalize the L for some reason. The crystal rocks also contain trace minerals, including iron, potassium, sulfate, magnesium, calcium, bicarbonate. Wait a minute, there's a lot of things. Bromide that aren't and borate. Yeah, it's getting less pure as the more yeah. you say. So they list all of these benefits. It's supposed to help with respiratory health, sinus health, muscle cramps, bone strength, sleep cycle, vascular health, replenishing electrolytes alkalizing the body and preventing excess acid. I believe it. This is going to be the one that cures my migraines. Yeah. They also do mention on the Groupon page, they mention eczema. Mm -hmm. And elsewhere, we saw that they said this will help with eczema. Yeah. Didn't it say it on the wall? Yes. I think it did. So good thing I'm taking off my sock and shoe and- uh, Sir? (laughs) Sir? Sir? (laughs) Are you drinking pee? And exposing my foot to the eczema. They did- Warn us, there's a little, on the sign-in sheet, you have to sign a waiver, and Carrie pointed out to me that they had mentioned if you have any skin conditions to let them know. Mm -hmm. I showed Carrie, look, they told me this will help with eczema. So So I'm a-okay. All right. And also on this sheet and in the introduction that we're going to talk about a little bit, they mentioned that there are 84 either minerals or elements, depending on which description, in the Himalayan sea salt. 
Oh, this is getting really unpure. That matches all of the natural elements within the body. And when you're talking about 84, there's only 92 naturally occurring elements. Mm -hmm, Uh, mm -hmm. So that's a lot. That's a thing. The fact that it occurs in my body doesn't tell me anything. Also, when they're listing out the elements that are found in here, arsenic is one of them. Which is fine in very small doses, but why are you advertising it? It's not like there's some (laughs) cool benefit of arsenic. As far as I know, please email me, correct me, tell me how wrong I am. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, we're all excited. This is going to cure everything that ails us. And it's time for us to walk inside the cave. So off to the side, they led a couple of people into their private room Mm -hmm. where they had ordered a massage or something Smaller room. Yeah, there are tables where you can get those $150, $200 massages. But uh, we went into the main room. Straight ahead is the big main room. I've got a great picture of you as you enter in here. And it just looks kind of dark and scary. Like this is where you would hold some sort of occultic ceremony with people in dark robes doesn't it look good and creepy and the way that i'm holding a blanket but i look like i'm in a ceremonial robe yeah i thought oh this looks creepy i'm gonna quickly get a picture of carrie this is my cult leader photo yeah right yeah it's too bad i'm holding my iphone (laughs) (laughs) we can photoshop that that out okay yeah make that like a wand or a cup of wine oh a goblet or a cup of blood. Who would know the difference? There you go. A goblet of blood. Please, Ross, make that happen. <laughs> Can do. It's a very cool atmosphere. Yeah. On the roof, there's these wooden beams mm-hmm. at regular intervals. And, and then a sort of lattice of yeah, metal throughout. It'd be almost chicken wire, but it's yeah. just squares instead of hexagons. And there's little stalactites of sea salt poking through, sort of a single layer. And above them are lights. And so you can see the light shining through the salt. And those ones on the ceiling are very small, kind of like if you bought a piece of rose quartz, they'd give you that sort of like enough to grip Mm -hmm. amount of salt. Totally. And then on the walls, they've mortared together just tons of Himalayan sea salt candles, essentially. Yeah. And some of them have lights behind them. It's very cool. Not that they actually started out as candles, but they're like that size. The same size you expect to see. Right. Or a geode or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And on the ground, Mm -hmm. they have crushed sea salt. For you to put your feetsies in. Yeah. So it's the finest grain sea salt you'll see in there, but it's still pretty coarse. It's fine. It's fine. (laughs) And then there's chairs all around, reclining chairs. So really, our senses were assaulted. Very good. Thank you. Had to use that at some point. Just had to. Yeah, chairs, zero gravity chairs. Yes. Oh, so we're going to go into space? Yeah, I don't think any rules of gravity were broken, but if you recline in this chair, it does feel very cool. It does feel like you're kind of floating. I actually didn't push my chair back and experience that, but I think I've sat in chairs like that where they're just sort of perfectly balanced such that your body doesn't feel more weighted at one point. They balance you like the the hilt of a sword. Exactly. So as we came in with maybe eight other people, 10 other people? I think there were seven other people. Okay. We were all looking for places to lay down. Most people were getting in chairs, but I said, uh, 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 I want to interact directly with the salt. Yeah, I didn't know we could do this, but you had seen it on the website. Yeah, you can lay down directly in the salt. That is a okay. I got down there too, and then this group of women who were there together, they were like, 
oh, look at these two. Are we allowed to? And I said, you're allowed to lay in it. My friend says so. <laughs> yep. That has now been verified. And uh, we have these comfy blankets. Mm-hmm. So we're laying those on top of us. And a young woman comes in to introduce the session. I think everybody who worked there that we saw was a young oh, woman. Oh, yeah. Huh? There were maybe four or five young women that were running all the operations yeah. at the two different yeah, that's desks. that's true. And it's owned by a woman. So there you go. Salty women. Woohoo. <laughs> that should be the name of the business. <laughs> Salty women. So as she seemed, I don't know, maybe just a bit tired of doing this. Yeah, I kind of got that vibe too. But she told us, please turn off your cell phones. I'm going to start with a meditation. Sometimes people fall asleep and start snoring. Don't be that person. So if you know that you snore, stay awake. <laughs> that, that was really the message. And now I'm going to close the door on you. Yeah. That was pretty much it. And she told us it would be a silent meditation, so don't talk. Yep. So they closed the door with a pretty substantial thud, and time for us to just absorb the salt. Ross, is it? Uh, Who, me? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm Ross. Uh, Sorry to divert away from the subject at hand, but I did want to talk to you about something that happened to me in the last couple years. What happened to you in the last couple years? I discovered my teeth were a wreck. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, boy. Just who needed some help? So I went into the dentist and I said, I got to fix this situation up. And I've been taking very good oral care ever since. Well, that's a good story. Thank and I'm you. Glad it ended well. Thank you. But now, in the last couple months, uh-huh. I've really upped my game even further ah. by using a Quip toothbrush. I am also equipped with a Quip toothbrush. Do you like it? I really like mine. I really like mine too. I asked Kara because I had like a vague recollection that I had used an electric toothbrush in the past. Mm -hmm. And she said, yeah, when we were first married, you didn't like it. You gave it to me. Ah, well, I had an electric toothbrush already, Mm -hmm. but it was one of the more aggressive types, I guess you'd say, because the Quip one is a little subtler. It seems to still do just as good a job, but I have pretty sensitive gums and just seems to just take a little more finesse with them. That's good, but yeah. you feel clean yeah, afterward. still feel I certainly good. do. And I'm sure people who have used electric toothbrushes before are going to say, well, no duh, blotcher. But mm-hmm. it's very cool. There's a timer on it. So after 30 seconds, it briefly pauses. So you're like, oh, now I get the other quadrant of my mm-hmm. mouth and then it pauses again so it goes for two minutes i feel i probably often go much longer than is necessary just because you're enjoying yourself well and you get kind of absent-minded and then you're like oh did i get the inside of this uh, sure. side of my mouth i'm not sure let's, uh, let's just do might it as longer. well life is short teeth are long <laughs> but this way you have a better control of that and i like also that it's such a slim profile uh-huh. it's got a triple a battery in there and it's not like plugged into the wall, doesn't have to sit in a base charger. It's all a good experience, you guys. And one of the most important things we do for our health every day is brushing our teeth. But many of us, if not most of us, don't do it properly. And with sensitive vibrations and a timer with pulses to remind you to change sides, Quip is an electric toothbrush created by dentists and designers to make brushing your teeth more simple, affordable, and even enjoyable. And it's true. It definitely looks like some design thought went into this. Mm-hmm. It's pretty. Can I admit something kind of embarrassing? Did you have sex with a toothbrush? No. Oh, okay. Hmm. I'm trying to think how that would work. Okay, I can see how that would work. I did not do that. Uh-huh. But as I was reading the instructions that come with the toothbrush, it mentioned the tongue scraper, like on the back of the head of the toothbrush. What? I didn't even 
notice this. On the other side of the bristles, there's the tongue scraper. And I realize all my toothbrushes have always had this oh, undulated prickly. rubber on the back. And I never thought about that either. Apparently, it's made for scraping your tongue. And I asked Kara this, do, do you scrape your tongue? She's like, yeah. I scrape my tongue, but I use a dedicated tongue scraper. Oh, my. Really? Yeah. I, I would... Just after I was done brushing, I would, as a last step, I would brush my tongue. Oh, yeah. Some people do that. And that always seems sufficient. But I was like, oh, my goodness, this is built for scraping your tongue. So now I do that. Wow. Quip, you have improved our lives vastly. <laughs> Thank you so much for sponsoring this show because this episode is sponsored in part by Quip. We're not just talking about it for no reason. Oh, right. We should also mention that brush heads are automatically delivered on a dentist recommended schedule every three months. For just five dollars. Oh my goodness! If you subscribe, you believe to this Quip service? Yeah, that it comes with toothpaste as well. Yes, it does. I like the toothpaste. I I haven't tried the toothpaste yet. Oh, you have My toothpaste wasn't out. Oh, okay. Pre-existing toothpaste, and I'm sort of a completist about toothpaste. No, that makes sense. Well, Kara's still using our other toothpaste. Okay. She just bought a new one. Think of it this way: I couldn't wait to start my Quip. So I had to wait to start my Quip toothpaste. They give you a, they do have the custom toothpaste and there was even a travel size one mm-hmm. that you can also get. And Quip starts at just $25. And if you go to getquip.com slash, oh no, right now, you get your first refill pack for free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack free at getquip.com slash, oh no. O-H-N-O. Brush them. And back to the salt cave. All right. So all of a sudden, this backlighting we were promised gets a lot uh, dimmer. Yes. They turn off the ceiling lights, but there's still plenty of ambient light you can Mm, see. No, I was like, excuse me, I came here for the backlighting. I didn't do that. They played over the loudspeaker a brief introduction that told us about the 84 natural elements found within the body and how healthy this is. Mm Mm-hmm. And started to do something that sounded like a guided meditation. I thought, oh, we're going to be following along with this. Right. But it very quickly turned off and we didn't hear from it for a while. And then there was that just sort of new agey, pleasant Very pleasant music, music, yep. Just like waves of the ocean. No strong melody going on. And we laid in this salt. Mm -hmm. And I tried to angle my feet so that they would be... Nicely buried within the salt. And, Nicely done. And my foot is in a bad way. You've seen it. Oh my God, you guys, it looks so awful. I had started running again because I thought, ah, screw it. I keep waiting for my foot to get better. And I went out and I was running like 20 plus miles a week. And my foot just got so bad and started kind of ripping out in pieces. Uh, it's really painful to walk on. I've, it's been covered in blisters. It's awful. Uh, not communicable, though. Right, right, right. So I... Uh, no, I, I mean, like, it's... Uh, yeah, it's awful in that you look at it, it and you know how much pain terrible. that person is in, that person being you. <laughs> it feels terrible. So uh, usually the trick is to keep it hydrated. I put a lot of different salves on it. Perfect! Right. Salt hydrates <laughs> the skin. Salt hydrates. So that, okay, I'm sticking it in some salt. And I felt a little bit of a sting, but it wasn't painful. Okay, it was good. comfortable in the moment. And after a while, I turned over and I, I just stuck my face directly in that salt. Weren't you afraid of getting it in your eyes? Uh, no, I closed my eyes. Well, <laughs> okay, good job. Okay, that was my only question. <laughs> Did you close your eyes? But I made a little hollow inside this 
salt on the ground so that I could just sort of perfectly have oh, okay. my face nestled in and I'd be breathing hedgehog hole. through the salt indeed. One of the full experience. Okay. I laid there and I thought about how I was feeling sick. And so I breathed in that salt and I pictured it going through my lungs and my respiratory system and into my blood system and, you know, willed that healing salt power all around me. And you're all better now? That's a good question. Here's the thing. When I get a cold and, you know, it's not a terrible one, I feel really bad in the morning. But by the end of the day, when I've been drinking water all day, it's not so bad. Okay. So this is kind of not a great test, but I don't feel bad. Well, that's good. I was thinking that we would get in there and it would be this sharp feeling within your lungs, inhaling all the salt. Yeah. Because I've had that before when we've done the flotation tanks. Oh, uh uh-huh. They put so much salt in there and it's interacted and it's with water and it's yeah it's in the yeah. air and you're in an enclosed space and it gets in your eyes yeah that's right it stings your eyes and it makes it kind of hard to breathe you have to really focus on okay yeah we gotta take a full breath even though this is sort of stinging i didn't get that at all in this case no yeah i mean it's not really floating around in the air it doesn't seem if you put a blindfold on me and took me in there i would never guess that i was in a salt cave right you know i didn't try just like touching it and then tasting my hand or anything oh interesting my hand was salty i did end up getting some in my pocket and later on i did find one crystal still on my eyelid okay (laughs) and i ate that one was it salty it sure was okay good and i still have some in my pocket right now oh i'll take one okay let me grab a couple yeah they just got in my pockets later on i found a couple stuck like way up my pant leg in a spot that just didn't make sense. It was like, I mean, it was- Maybe there is some zero gravity going on. (laughs) A little above my knee. It was like, how'd you get all the way up there? And as I'm sticking my nose in this pile of salt and thinking of how many other people have been in here, I was thinking, okay, well, am I leaving something unhygienic for other people? And should I worry about other Uh people who've been in here? But I thought, well, this is a pretty caustic environment for bacteria in a bunch of salt. So it's probably fairly clean. I'm going to pop this in my mouth. Okay, I am also going to pop this thing it sit there. I wonder how many people are like really grossed out by this. Probably some. That's pretty salty. Yeah, high concentration salt. It's good. Yeah, who doesn't like salt? You know, how do you feel about sea salt caramel? Oh, I love it. Oh, me too. Yeah, salt caramel is great. Some people don't like it, but I get so excited when I see salted caramel. Oh, it's great. Who are these people? I'm all about that. Yeah, just some weirdos I know. Oh, some weirdos. Are they listening to this show right now? Probably. Oh, you freaking. Come at me. Come at me, sea salt disliking people with your sea salt. Give it to me and I'll eat it. Oh, there you go. See? Oh, my See? God. We can all be friends. Ooh, what? I just got a what real did you just do? salt torrent. You're one of them salty ladies now. Oh, guess so. Bleh, I hope this was under your foot. <laughs> Not likely, but I won't rule it out. No, it's possible. I was trying to run my body all through this salt. So yeah, we had- You know, actually, I'm kind of surprised there wasn't a note like, don't eat the salt. They didn't say that, so they probably want us to. Probably. (laughs) That'd be great just the whole time we're stuffing. (laughs) Just handfuls of salt (laughs) Salt into into our our mouths. mouths. (laughs) Or like we bring like a low sodium soup. (laughs) (laughs) We we are- (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we are the first people ever to be kicked out of the salt caves. <laughs> they put our pictures up. They start a new rogues gallery. <laughs> oh, boy. 
Oh, that'd be so good. I wish we'd gotten kicked out of the salt cage. <laughs> so we were in there for 45 minutes. That's true. You know what else is ah, around 45 minutes to an hour? Quality audio entertainment. Exactly. For maximum fun. Oh, I knew where you, you were going with that. podcast is often for, around there. Yeah, not ours. We run way too long. <laughs> but there are other shows at Maximum Fun that are the perfect length, like this one. Since the dawn of time, screenwriters have taken months to craft their stories. But now, three Hollywood professionals shall attempt the impossible. Break a story in one hour. That's right. Here on Story Break, I, Freddie Wong, Matt Arnold, and Will Campos, the creators behind award-winning shows like Video Game High School, have one hour to turn a humble idea into an awesome movie. Now, an awesome movie starts with an awesome title. I chose The Billionaire's Marriage Valley. Mine was Christmas Pregnant Paradise. (laughs) Okay, next we need a protagonist. So I've heard Wario best described as libertarian, (laughs) Mario. And of course, every great movie needs a stellar pitch. In order to get to heaven sometimes you gotta raise a little hell <laughs> that's the tagline check out story break every week on maximumfun.org or wherever you get your podcasts good show good show mm-hmm. sorry i was drinking water swallowing my salt i've still got mine <sighs> Whew. there's more where that came from aka my pocket if you need any more uh thank you okay so how much sodium do you think just one of those little rocks is that's a good question. I don't really think in those terms. I don't know. I would figure if I ground that up, that would be enough to like do half a baked potato. Or, or get your fancy salad. Oh, for sure. Yeah. That, was, that would be a big rock for being on a salad. I would say that the ones that we just had were maybe two thirds the size of a pea. Okay. Yeah. One half to two thirds. Mm-hmm. Substantial little chunk of salt. Yeah. It was anyway. really weird right before this ended. The music was still going, but all of a sudden I heard like a low male voice. It sounded like it was coming from the other side of you. You were to my right. Oh, interesting. We were sort of at the far end of the salt cave. And he was saying things like, feel the power of the light and the salt coursing through your energies. And like a bunch of sort of poetic gobbledygook yeah. about like, soaking on the wings of love or something (laughs) and it was so quiet it didn't feel like it was playing over the intercom system i thought is there a guy over there who's just talking to a (laughs) friend or or is it or is it in one of the other rooms maybe that they're doing a meditation i was really confused so i looked i was very clear i looked up i didn't see anybody you heard it clearly it was softer than the other one and it also felt like a different sort of thing even though it was the same guy because the intro was a little more like instructional. Uh-huh. And this was very poetic, new agey. And it all fit within maybe a paragraph's worth of speaking. And then he was quiet and I thought, Oh, well, is this the end? Is but this no. It? it just kept oh, going okay. with the music. Yeah, that, that was, was the weirdest really thing. Really strange. I think it was some kind of subliminal mind control. But- <laughs> By the way, subliminal, you shouldn't be able to hear it and understand it. You're correct. Just so you know. Yeah, when that came on, no, yeah, I knew who it was, but it was played softer than the other one as well. Yeah, Yeah. that was weird. Yeah. But I didn't see a person over there, so I thought, oh, they're piping this in from somewhere. Then eventually the lady did open up the door. Well, first the light slowly backlit up. Mm. Then we took pictures of our new friends, these four or five women who came together. And then they, they took a picture a of us. a lot of iPhone photos. Yeah. But yeah, then they took a very cute one of us. We picked the right lady to take the photo of us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then we shuffled on out of there. Yes, we done did. You bought a couple items. Yeah, so I got that 
salt water mixture I'm going to make Chris drink with me when I'm in Minneapolis. Good deal. And some garlic salt because I needed some garlic salt. Hey. I was like, well, I don't have to make an extra stump. What better place to get it? Yeah. I hope it's really good because it was $10. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. I was going to ask if it was competitively priced. Clearly not. It's not, but Himalayan salts is always more expensive, like even at, you know, Trader Joe's. Sure. So. And now you can say you got it from the salt caves. You will be reminded every time you use it. Yeah. Of our wonderful potato. experience. Yeah. And then you found the perfect restaurant for us to go to down the street. Ah, uh, yes. So I looked up vegetarian friendly restaurants in Santa Barbara. And as you might imagine, there were a lot. And then I thought, hey, wait a minute. And I looked for a Himalayan restaurant. And. <laughs> Within a third of a mile, there was a place called Himalayan Kitchen. And it's an Indian restaurant. It's India and Tibet and Nepal, maybe? Nepalese food, yeah. Yeah. Well, they had me at Himalayan. We were stoked, so we started walking dead away. And we had a good dinner. Whoo, it was good, you guys. Mm -mm. I got sog tofu. You got vegetable korma. We shared garlic naan. Garlic naan. And rice. Rice. Samosas. Samosas. Those samosas weren't as good as usual. The rest was really yeah, good. Yeah, that's true. They were a little calcified. Hard, yeah. Mm. But that's okay. And Diet Cokes. And Diet Cokes. That's right. I ordered a Diet Coke, and then she asked you if you wanted a Diet Coke, and you were like, okay. <laughs> and Carrie said, I don't know if I've ever seen you drink a Diet Coke. Are you okay with that? Yeah. Well, I didn't uh, say, are you okay with that? Are you fine? <laughs> are you dying? But I said, do you actually like that? Because I didn't want it to be a cucumber incident where it's just like someone asked me a question. I have to say yes. I mean, I was caught in the moment. But yeah, I'm fine with the diet. Coke. All right. Good, good. Yeah, you drank it. <laughs> it's tasty. So uh, that was our salt cave adventure. Salty, salty. But many claims being made there. Yeah. So how's your foot doing since we got back? Uh, what? A good two hours ago now. Yeah, it wasn't in any particular pain, but it was feeling really dry. And so huh. I, I did uh, put some moisturizer on or some aloe that you gave me. Huh. So it feels a little better now. But That's my- weird because salt is supposed to hydrate you. <laughs> so funny. Not by itself, it sure doesn't. Mm-mm. So yeah, I, I won't say it was an instant cure, but maybe a little soon to tell. I do notice sometimes if I have my foot in a pool, Mm-hmm. That will help briefly afterward. Oh, that's interesting. Still a little better. Yeah. So maybe doing something very similar there. Hmm. Interesting. So we'll, we'll see how it feels tomorrow. This is Ross from later, by the way. We're recording on another day. and <laughs> You didn't need to tell them that. Oh, I guess you do. Oh, I, I do. Why. Yeah. Because I, I, I just said like, yeah, my foot feels about the same. My foot got so angry <laughs> the next day. Oh, it no. was so itchy like the itchiest it's ever been and i scratched and i scratched because i couldn't help myself and it wore off all of that dead skin that was there on my foot but uh left it the usual treatment for eczema left it raw and oozing essentially you've just got to wait the thing out well you can't really wait it out it's often genetic but you uh, moisturize it you keep the skin moisturized oh moisturize so why doesn't the salt help do that right I, I heard that the salt was very moisturizing <laughs> right well not in this case or my foot huh. just got so angry the next Bizarre. day well we've been taking care of it ever since then i haven't been running now for at least a couple weeks and cara bought a bunch of bandages and so i'm actually 
putting a protective Aww. layer on my foot and using antiseptic and doing all these things, Neosporin, Aww. moisturizer, just to keep my foot in pristine condition. And it is starting to heal better. Oh, well, good luck. Thanks. Hey, what about your other foot? Fine. A-okay. Oh. Never had any problem. It healed after the firewalk hmm. and went back to being a normal foot. Huh. But the right foot just never healed. And it was the worst injured in the firewalk. Yeah, I guess so. I feel like it just got a layer deeper or something. Fuck, I'm sorry. Thanks. I'm glad it's improving. Yay. Now, I've heard competing things about Epsom salts. Is that a real thing that helps soothe your muscles and stuff? I believe so. And I think it is supposed to help with eczema, like a little bit of soaking in Epsom salts. Okay, that makes sense. I just remember looking this up at some point and being like, oh, this might not be as tried and true as I thought it was. supposed to ease discomfort, decrease itching, inflammation, and redness that eczema can cause. Yeah, so what I'm seeing is it is good for skin irritation, so hey, but maybe doesn't do anything for sore muscles when you're told to like, oh, go soak in a bath with Epsom salts because of your sore shoulders or whatever. You'll probably feel good because of the warm water and Mm -hmm. it makes it kind of silky. And if you like that, great, but it's not actually doing something chemically. Oh, interesting. That's the impression I'm getting from a very quick Google search. Well, hey, it sounds like we're already talking about the merits of this. Uh, Let's let's rate this on a pseudoscience scale. I know, right? Where one is something not at all pseudoscientific, like... Human actions have contributed definitely to the rise of carbon dioxide in the atmosphere, and Uh, that is overall warming the planet. Okay, so that's a one because like, that's pretty much figured out. Firmly established. Whereas a 10 is something incredibly pseudoscientific, like actually the warming thing is just a Chinese hoax. Hmm. Hear say that? Who did I hear say that? Uh, yeah, I think it was like a like a bag of Cheetos or something. Okay, yes, a bag of Cheetos said that. Uh, okay, that's a ten. Mm. This is its biggest problem. Is it pseudoscience? So mm-hmm. I'm gonna say a seven. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, solid seven. There's a bunch of claims being made that we saw on printed materials on the website mm-hmm. that aren't justified. They're just making a lot of claims, throwing out a bunch of words about what salt can do for you. Yep. Salt can, in certain instances, be good for you. And this was a pleasant experience. I got to say, laying out there, I was thinking, boy, we are not taking one for the team this time. No, yeah, it was totally pleasant. Very pleasant. Happy to be here. And although we were looking at this one salt place, just so you know, we looked up a couple others online, and these claims are similar to other salt caves. This is pretty standard. Par for the course, where they just start saying all kinds of things about what these natural remedies are going to do for you, and then they start trotting out a long list of ailments they can cure, and it starts to look like a cure-all pretty quickly. And as we all know, a cure-all Cures Cures nothing. nothing. Listen to Sawbones. (laughs) Also, we mentioned science-based medicine has an article that you found on Halo Therapy by Stephen Novella. And at the very top, there's a picture of the salt cave we went to. Because it's so picturesque. Yeah, it's beautiful. And I think you could promote so many of these spa services, even spending some time in a salt cave. Why not? Without making those claims. I don't think you need to. I think, I think you and I might show up, but I don't think a lot of people come up just to be in an artificial cave of salt. Oh, maybe. You're right. I, I could be 
very different from the standard audience yeah member. well i think that if you had a salt cave that was naturally occurring i think you could just get foot traffic mm. but it's like a basement <laughs> it's like a basement covered in beautiful salt yeah it, it's a th- aesthetically pleasing yep but yeah I, I wish they could just say hey this is a really fun experience feels good mm-hmm. we play some nice music chill out relax and that would all be true Right. Unfortunately, they have to add on a lot of unjustified claims. I do think they might lose their business if they did that, but sometimes that's what you have to do if your business is built on something goofy. Okay. (laughs) Who knows? That's a seven. Yeah, that was a bummer. All right, so what about danger, where 10 is something super dangerous, like not getting your flu shot, then hanging out with your friend who has the flu, then going into a convalescent home and running around spitting on stuff. Ugh. And then going to a nursery with a bunch of babies and tapping them all on the head and going oogie boogie boogie and running out. <laughs> That's a 10? That's a 10. Okay. That oogie boogie part is just the, for fun. For drama. Speaking of which, I was just on a podcast that came out recently, Things That Keep Me Up at Night. Mm-hmm. And we talked about... Things that keep me up at night, such as anti-vaxxers. All right. And right after I finished talking with them, I checked my email and I saw a message from my son's school. Someone there had pertussis. Oh, wow. Whooping cough. Yeah. Goodness, people. The reason that's a 10, by the way, is because when you don't get a flu shot, the worst thing that happens is not you get the flu, young, healthy person listening to this. The worst thing that happens is you give the flu to someone who's going to suffer mightily with it. like an old person or a child, and you might be sending that, even if you're not hanging out with a kid, you are hanging out with people who hang out with kids. Right. Get a freaking flu shot. And it's not 100% effective, but it's effective enough that it really makes sense for everybody to get their flu shots. Mm -hmm. So back to this investigation. For danger, I'm going to say not very dangerous. Uh, I'm going to say maybe a two. There's probably certain conditions where you should be a little careful around salt, but most likely those are going to be less common. You might already be aware of them, something your doctor would tell you about. So there's not a clear and present danger here. This is another one where the biggest risk is just if this keeps you from getting real treatment or delays real treatment. The particular conditions they seem to court cystic fibrosis notwithstanding, Mm. don't seem to be high stakes situations. They're not talking about curing cancer, though they do say some vague things about just curing disease. But yeah, they seem to be more focusing on things like eczema or having a sinus infection. Mm -hmm. And while this will not help you and you should go to the doctor, that's not like a life or death thing, probably. If you have asthma and you go in the salt cave for 45 minutes... That's not going to cure you, but it's also not going to exacerbate Hurt you. Your probably. 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 So, yeah, you know, I'll give it a little higher. I'll say three. What would you rate this on a creepiness value? <laughs> Where one is something, eh, not at all creepy. Oh, okay. You get up at night, you're thirsty, mm-hmm. you turn on the light, you fill up your glass, you drink water, you go back to sleep. Fill up my glass, fill up glass. After you turn off the light, of course save energy. Great, we'll do. Okay, 10 is something very creepy. 
Let me tell you about a dream I had last night. Then. Okay. So I woke up in the middle of the night because I was dreaming we were having a party at work. It wasn't quite my office. You know, it's a dream sort of thing, but it felt like my office. Tall ceiling. And I, as everybody shuffles out, I notice, oh, there's, you know, some dust up there and the high ceiling and some spiders. I should really clean that out. But as I go to grab something to stand on, one of the spiders seems to be aware that I'm coming for him. Whoa. And he gets bigger (gasps) and he starts coming down. And so I think, oh, shoot, I better get him first. But I just become paralyzed. Like my movement becomes very sluggish and he starts to swing over toward me. Oh, my God. And he jumps on me, lands on my shoulder and I'm getting ready like to hit him and I wake up right then. But I was oh, I was freaked out. I was like, oh, this God. is what it feels like to be arachnophobic because oh, yeah. I've never been particularly scared of spiders. But that spider was freaking me out. It was just so frightening because normally I would have tools or a reaction that I could sort of fight him off or have an advantage. But I'd just been sort of paralyzed. That was freaky. That's oh, a 10. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, really creepy. That's a 10. Okay. And one's getting a glass of water. Okay. (laughs) This particular salt cave has a pleasant creep vibe when you first get in it. So I'll give it a three. Yeah, certainly the optics of it are a little creepy. Just enough, but The chairs add something that makes it a little more like a, a cult scene in a movie. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's not super creepy, but there's a little bit of that fun feeling just to being inside that underground cave so i'll meet you there at three cool hi hey what was hello oh hey hello what about a pocket drainer value or one something that's not pocket draining at all like going to your friend carrie's house and one out of every four times she's like here take this book (laughs) and you're like god damn it that's not pocket draining i want this and i wish i didn't want this right yeah but at least it's free Uh uh-huh okay that's a one and then 10 is something incredibly pocket draining like you're driving on the five and suddenly your car starts going and you realize you rolled over a freaking nail you have to pull over in the la zoo parking lot you have to call geico roadside assistance they come and change your tire you drive to the tire place the tire place guy is like ross uh or carrie you need for sure, three tires Two. because they're really bald. Okay. Four is probably preferable, but three will be the fine. The entire tire. And then at that point, you're like, well, what? I'm just going to have one tire that's off sync with the others. Forget it. Fine. Give me four tires. I want to sell this car anyway. I've had it since 2004. But replacing the tires, Ross, is get this $700. Oh, jeez. This is hypothetical, by the way. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. But they do diagnostics (sighs) and tell you that you need to pay a lot more. Then they do diagnostics. And they tell you that your front brakes need replacing, but they say they're not squeaking yet. So you're okay for a good few weeks, maybe a couple months. And you say... I don't want to do that part. Can you just fix the alignment? And they're like, okay, we'll just fix the alignment and give you the new tire. So, but so you pay $700 for a car that you're hoping to sell soon. That's a 10. That's a 10. <laughs> uh, on that scale, I'm going to, you know, I'll say five. <laughs> 
Okay. All right, cool, man. I'd say the salt caves are a little overpriced for what you're actually getting. Okay. They take a massage and they add a lot of extra cost to a it. A massage? Did you get a massage? No, but I'm talking about the other services they uh, offer. Oh, okay. That, we didn't really try those, but okay. No, but still, you know, for any massage, I think you're paying a lot extra for the ambiance and, again, some snuck-in claims about what this can do for you. Mm-hmm. Normally, $25 we paid... 19 or something? 1850. It's not too bad, but I think it it registers on the pocket drainer scale. Mm-hmm. And hey, you bought $10 sea salt. That's true. Garlic salt, yeah. I don't know why what were you going to give them on a pocket drainer? Uh my initial instinct was 1. Oh, I'm really? sort of getting coaxed up to 2. Okay. 1.6. Okay. I don't think this is expensive. All right, I, you talked me down yeah. to a 4. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> by saying I don't think this is expensive. Yeah. Okay, cool. You're I'm easily, easily, easily won over. What a chill guy. Are you from Australia? No. Uh, okay. Santa Cruz. Oh, same thing. Same. Yes, it's definitely not, you know, worth much. I mean, certainly medicinally, it's probably worth nothing. Probably. I don't know. I'm not a doctor, but probably. I should say my foot is horribly itching right now. So. Oh, God. <laughs> but if you're going to waste $18 at something, laying in a pretty cave and hearing a guided meditation for a few minutes and then doing your own meditation, eh. It's pleasant. What would you say, Carrie, is your favorite moment? Hmm, where one is something not at all favorite. Uh-huh. Um, and 10 is something incredibly favorite. <laughs> My favorite moment. Ugh, this wasn't very moment-y. I guess buying garlic salt, I'm looking forward <laughs> to it. Okay, I'll say the mysterious guy's voice that showed up toward the end. Fair. Hot drinks? No hot drinks. No hot drinks. I didn't even see any drinks. Where did I drink water today? At the restaurant? Oh, at a restaurant. In fact, I said, hey, you got a Himalayan restaurant nearby. And they're like, we do? They didn't know that. It's a third of a mile away. You did them a service. Yeah, they got to go there. Well, that's it for our show. Our theme music is by Brian Keith Dalton. This episode was edited by Victor Figueroa. Our administrative manager is Ian Kramer. You can see pictures of this here salt cave at facebook.com forward slash onrack, O-N-R-A-C. And be sure to leave us a positive review at iTunes, Stitcher, wherever it is you consume great podcasts. The library, maybe. Tell your friends. Just write it down on a notepad at your public library. You can also follow us on Twitter at Ono Podcast. That's a good idea. Hey, and are you guys coming to our live show? We're doing a bunch of live shows. Find them on carrypoppy.horse. That's the most appropriate place to find those shows. (laughs) Why not? And speaking of live shows, we are super excited to announce that we'll be part of the SF Sketch Fest in San Francisco in 2019 on January 15th. They just announced this and tickets will go on sale this weekend. So keep an eye on our Facebook and Twitter and Dot Horse. And remember... All over the world, people flock to natural salt caves so they can sit back, relax, and soak up the therapeutic properties of salt. Salt is a natural anti-inflammatory, antibacterial, antiviral, antifungal, and antimicrobial. And some believe that breathing it in can clear away pollens, viruses, toxins, and other pollutants from the body. It's been linked with reducing the effects of arthritis, soothing skin issues like eczema, and providing relief from respiratory conditions like asthma. Some athletes even use it to boost their lung capacity. 
Though there's no scientific proof for such claims, salt therapy, also called halo therapy, has been around since the 11th century. And when you're sitting in the calming, quiet air of a salt cave, it's hard to deny one key benefit, stress reduction. Today, you don't have to go spelunking in India to sit inside a salt cave. Spas have started to incorporate salt beds, rooms, and booths into their laundry list of amenities. These spaces are lined with salt blocks and covered in crunchy crystals from floor to ceiling. The salt here isn't the stuff you sprinkle on your french fries. Instead, they use special Himalayan rock salt, which is rich with minerals your body needs to thrive. A special machine, called a halo generator, grinds up the salt into microscopic particles that pump out into the air to mimic the climate of a salt cave. As you breathe in the salt-infused oxygen, you may hear soothing music or nature sounds in the background, while you recline in a zero-gravity chair that de-stresses you faster than a sweet whiff of puppy breath. How does this sound? A weekend on a beautiful mountaintop in California. You wake up, eat a tasty meal with some new friends, some old friends, maybe the host of your favorite podcasts. After that, it's a couple of inspiring classes, spectacular podcast tapings, a hilarious stand-up showcase, a dance party, and more. And s'mores! All of this can be yours at Max FunCon, returning to Lake Arrowhead next June. Tickets go on sale Friday, November 23rd. Put that on your calendar because Max FunCon tickets always sell out. Get a head start planning your next summer vacation and go to maxfuncon.com to learn more. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.